Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the end of Time and Other Bothers, episode 11. This one's going out to Bridge. You'll know why. You're welcome. Last time on The End of Time and Other Bothers. You must come to the temple. Brat, you recognize the Slad as demon brethren. It is he, meet Brat, the Chosen. If he's the Chosen, why are you fighting him? Because he won't get on the pole. Go, Team Black! Glitha charges you. Bazooka! The tree goes up in a big ball of flame. She bites right down on your shoulder. Oh! The sticks will travel by sticks! The slad all set down the sticks with the chairs on them and bow before the three adventurers. I am High Priestess Ithkard. And this is your tree? It is now. These are the Wardens of the New Moon. We are returning this temple to its rightful beginnings. Ah. We are looking for a new prophet. So are you holding auditions? Yes. One of the slad shoves Darcy, and Darcy goes stumbling down the stairs as the altar begins to close above her, and Darcy is left alone at the top of the stairs in the dark. You feel the rumble. And the hiss, the spout, dispenses what must be a bubbling acid. As the barista calmly finishes making the latte, the scent of cinnamon floating through the air, scones cooking, and a rather confused half-demon shouting at the corner table. Scones! I'd like some more scones, Okay, well, I'll, I'll go. I'll, okay, Blatt, you, you uh, sit down and close uh, your robe again, please. I'm, I'm sorry. That keeps flapping open. Look, it's wee! A, it's, no, okay, I, stop. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know those things could flap like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the half demon. So yeah. you just, you tuck that back into its flap and close your robe. <laughs> and I'll go get you some scones. You sit here and talk with Rando about uh, what happened next, okay? Uh, okay, thanks, Egerton. So what? So so what happened next? Like, Darcy was trapped under the altar. Who? Oh, oh Darwin. Darwin. Yes, yes, yes. It was very frightening. The, the the big altar just moved aside and in tumbled Darwin. Yeah. And so what happened after? Darwin was trapped under the altar. Right. Yeah. I was not with Darwin. So I do not know what occurred. 
I'm painting pictures with words. The End of Time and Other Bothers, an improvised fantasy role-playing game set in the world of Alba Salix. Your game master is Sean Howard, with players Marisa King, Carter Siddle, and Michael Howie. Episode 11, Journey to the Temple, Part 4. In the darkness under the altar, we hear a scurrying. And then we hear Darcy stub her toe. Ow! Blood! Egerton! Can anybody hear me? It's... Oh, jeez. Oh, Luxon. Oh, it's so dark down here. What are the chances of that false prophet really being down here? So you can sort of sense a bit of air movement? But basically just the drip of water and the stairs appear to go down in front of you and disappearing into absolute darkness. There's just a tiny bit of light coming in through the cracks. Okay, so I cast my rote spell, light. (laughs) (laughs) And you are standing on ornate stairs going down to a door that is open and there's a hallway, so they it, it levels out where the doorway is and then heads deeper under the tree from there. There's nowhere but down the stairs that you are completely sealed above you. Okay, so I head down the stairs. Okay. And into the hallway, you say? It yeah, so you approach a door, and yeah, there's a hallway that stretches past the door. And as you enter there, I assume the light travels with you. Yes, so as you enter there, you see ahead of you a hallway that goes much farther than your light will reach. Okay. And it's a pretty wide hallway. And there are dead bodies. There's a couple dead bodies here. And there is a door, a closed door to your left, not that far ahead. And there's an open door to your right. Okay. So I bend down and investigate one of these bodies. Can I discern how they've been killed or how long they've been dead? Okay, so you are going to um, discern realities. I don't think we've done this before. So you're going to roll uh, 2d6 plus wisdom. It's an 8. Uh, it's okay. So uh, basically, how discern realities normally would work is you'd have to ask me this list of questions. But basically, you can ask me one question. Okay. So I'll tell you what you see. Okay. Uh, you see a younger woman wearing what appeared to have been off-white colored robes, so sort of like an acolyte or what you might see in a lot of temples, and uh, the hair sort of tied back in a, so not hanging down loose, and she's been stabbed through the back, is what it looks like right now. Is there any symbol on her robe? There is. You almost don't see it. Um, in the stains and the blood, but as you go to move her slightly, you catch a very ornate, it's almost hard to tell first, but it looks like it might be a number seven. Hmm. All right, so I continue along 
the passage. Yeah. And you say there is a door to my right that's open. There's a door to the right that's open and a door that's closed on your left so I, across from each other. Okay. So I look through the I peer around the open door to see if I can catch a glimpse of anything. Okay. Uh, you see a, as your light comes around the corner, it fills up. You can't see all the room, but you mm-hmm. can see a bit of it. There appear to be two cots that you can see and two little chests in front of the cots. And they're almost identical. They've both um, been made up. Okay, so I go into the room and I see if I can open one of the chests. Sure. As you come into the room, the light fills it and you see there are four cots, um, a couple of which have been like torn apart as if someone was searching for something and the other two are made up. Uh, and yes, you can open the chest. You open the chest and you see what appears to be an extra robe. And these robes are white as well, right? Yeah, same. Looks like the same color as the dead body outside. Okay. And there's nothing else of interest in the room? Not that you see. Okay, I leave the room. You do hear at this point a sound, but you're not sure where it was coming from. It sounds like in the hall. Okay, so I tentatively peek back out into the hall. Can I see anything? No. Okay, so I step back out into the hall and I proceed. Well, you said the door was right across, actually. Yeah. So I put my ear to the closed door. Okay. Can I hear anything? Yeah, you don't You don't hear anything. Okay. But you do hear that sound again from down the hall as if something was moving. But it sounds far away. It's hard to tell because it's very echoey. Okay. Um, so I try the doorknob of this closed it door. Turns. Oh, so I open the door tentatively and okay. peer in. You see another dead body. Uh, this one horribly bloodied and uh, wearing a similar robe. Uh, this room is a little smaller than the other room and it has one cot and one chest at the foot that looks identical to the other room, but then it has a writing desk um, and a couple other chests. Okay, so I go to the writing desk and I see if I can see anything on the surface. You do see something on the surface. Ooh, it's a pen. (laughs) Uh, There would be a pen. Now the, the ink jar has been spilled over and you find this. I'm being passed a very crumpled, aged letter. And it says, to our most revered Mother Speckley, we grow more worried by the day as the blessed oracle has grown more and more distant. She will not eat nor speak nor even move. Something stirs in the forest. There is a silence that is not natural. We all feel that we are being watched. The time comes that was foretold. That is all we know. It is the last words the blessed oracle spoke. So many of us have forgotten our vows in these times of peace, but in the mindless tasks of maintaining a forgotten temple. I will send this letter in the morning with our fastest rider. I pray these are simply the words of a frightened old woman, and we will one day soon raise glasses of tea and laugh over this message. And the signature is barely begun as if abruptly halted mid-stroke. And of course, this letter has not been sent. Okay, so I hold on to the letter as I, is there, are there any drawers or anything in the writing desk to look through? Uh, There is a drawer. Okay, so I open that drawer. Uh, You find a a wax and a seal. Okay, and that wax appears to be what was attempted to be used on this letter. This letter wasn't even sealed or anything. Uh, and you said there was, there were other chests. Yeah. So can I check one of those chests? It is locked. Mm. Um, and the, all these extra chests are locked? Uh, no, the other chest is open and okay. it's basically got linens and cloths and, uh, a couple like, uh, the same book. Like it's like some kind of religious text. Uh, so I pull the book out. Okay. 
and I open it, can I understand what's in it? Yeah, it's it's written in common language, and it's like Psalms. And Okay. And does it have the number seven on it? It does have the number seven on the cover. Mm-hmm. All right, so I put the letter in my satchel. Okay. And you hear that noise again, a little louder in the hall. Right. And so now can I discern, is it like a shuffling? Is it a... Yes. <laughs> this letter says something stirs in the forest. Uh, okay, so I inch along the hallway. So you're going back into the hall. Yes, back into the hall okay. and towards this sound because backwards is to the staircase. So, And that's when, out of the darkness, you hear a voice. Okay, but I got you some more scones here. Now, don't try and heat these ones up yourself. Oh, oh no, Egerton, this is you just interrupted. Amazing. He was just telling me about how he basically was going to become the the next prophet. Well, I which I, I thought you you had told me that you were the next prophet. So it's well, like I, I'm really fascinated to see how that came about and then how you became the prophet. So this would be yeah. a perfect time for you to like. Join us. Oh, yeah, okay. So maybe Blatt's a little confused. I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, but he's gotten a little older and he's not entirely there all the time. Stop time! Um, yeah, here you go, buddy. Here it is. Mm. Okay. Mm. Oh, yeah, let me mm. let, let me just wipe some of those crumbs off mm. your robe for you. There you go. <laughs> oh, yes. Th- so, thank you, man. So he just got uh, done telling me that he basically hold on, offered I, I, to be I, the I next I need to prophet. put all of these sugars in my coffee. Oh, this okay. might take a minute. Written. Oh, and Platt, so maybe you could pick up where you left off, where she accepted you to become the next prophet. Yes, because I, too, was demonic, and I said, I don't like what you did to Darwin, locking poor Darwin in the basement. And they felt bad about that and said, you're right. We don't know what we're doing. You should be the new prophet. And to this, I said, aha, of course. And there was much dancing and rejoicing. Inside the temple, Blatt approaches High Priestess Ithkar. The altar swallowed up my dear friend Darcy. What, what's happening here? I think the tree was hungry. Um, I thought it was very obvious. The altar swallowed up your friend Darcy. But why? I'm sure she's going to be okay. Darcy always perseveres. You are the one we are interested in. Well, that's very nice of you to say. I've always thought there was something a little more special about me than the others, but no one ever really wants to someone listen to take that, that thing to the I, bathroom again. I, I, uh, and oh, a slag I don't need grabs to go. you by oh, the back and starts okay. dragging you back towards. I'll be back. Listen, people have been referring to me as the chosen one all day and then kicking my ass anyway. This is a very strange group. We're just here to see. The fallen prophet, the false prophet, however you want to say it. We're not interested in your group. I just want to make sure that my friend is okay and that my other friend is not being assaulted in the bathroom. Have you had any visions lately? Visions? Well, let's see. What did I see? I saw a member of the slad spit venom on me. Then I saw her... Eat a metal tube. Really? And then, yes, stairs swallowed up my friend. Uh. And then another slad took my friend away. I'm not interested in your group. We just want to get out of here and find this, uh, who's going to call it, uh, Idris. Fine. Very funny. 
Just touch the altar. Touch the altar? This altar here. Just Oh, just touch the thing that swallowed up my friend. Yes. Well, I'm sure nothing bad's going to happen if I should touch the altar. Here! Blatt reaches forward and places his finger on the altar. Look! I've touched And your then altar. you are swallowed into the blackness. <laughs> Everything disappears. The world is exploding. And you find yourself rushing forward. And you are suddenly standing beside Egerton, beside Darcy. You are all covered in goop. You are slashed, but you are alive. And you are victorious. And you are standing on a pile of zombie bodies. And one hand starts to reach up. And you just slam down with your bazooka and smash it and you are looking out over a field that is blue there's a blue sun a blue shining across this field where the tide has turned and humanity has won and then you are zipping backwards flying through and you are standing in a dark chapel and you see two broken bodies you see Egerton's body lifeless lying there blood seeping out and his hand is reached out towards Darcy who is also lying in a pool of blood her body ripped apart and then you turn and you actually see yourself standing over them and your other self turns to look at you and you have no eyes the sockets are empty and then you are back, suddenly standing in the chapel, looking at High Priestess Ithkar, who is watching you very closely. Well, I didn't care for that at all. Care for what? What I just saw. All of the slads in the room drop down to their knees and lay prone on the ground and start going, whoom, 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 the chosen, whoom, whoom, whoom. Oh, stop it. We've seen this whole act before, and it doesn't mean that nothing bad's going to happen to us. Where's where's the one that spat venom on me? One of them sort of looks around at the other slads and then stands up awkwardly and starts coming forward. That, that, that would be me, chosen one. All right, all right. Enough of this chosen one nonsense. Now... If you truly believe that I'm someone special, why the fighting? Why the acid spitting? Why the kneeling down with our hands behind our head? Why? Glitha sort of looks at you and looks at the priestess and looks at you and just, just shaking. If I'm truly someone special, why am I being separated from my friends? Why? She just looks at Ithgar and looks at you and starts trembling more. I'm so sorry. And the priestess is sort of chuckling and leans over towards you. It's best to ask simple questions of the slad. How much simpler can I be? <sighs> All right, back with the crowd. Squitha scurries back. She looks much relieved. Now, if you would come with me, prophet. Cutting over to Egerton, you are being dragged back to the place you already peed, and all of a sudden the slad with you, even though you're out of earshot, just lets go of you and drops prone to the ground, and you are released. Oh, I, I've been trying to tell you I don't need to pee again. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm going to head on back and see what Blatt is up to. So thanks very much for the lift, um, and I'll see you soon. And I wander back from whence I came. Okay. 
So you wander into the large chamber and you notice all the slad are just down, uh, prone on the floor. And they're listening as Blatt and the high priestess speak quietly at the altar. I am going to try and quietly approach. So I don't think you're in any danger. So yeah, you quietly approach. All right. So I'm going to walk up, you know, in between the rows and they're sort of duck down you. and go, wumpa, wumpa. <laughs> okay. And wait a second and then walk a few more rows up and go, wumpa. Wumpa, wumpa, wumpa. Chosen one. Wumpa. Chosen one. One who is chosen. I'm going to walk a few more steps. Wumpa. Wumpa, wumpa. And then walk up so I'm in the front row. Okay. So now you can hear what's going on mm -hmm. with Ithkar and Blatt. So now I'm the prophet. I don't, how can I be the prophet? I don't know anything about your group. We just met you a few hours ago. It is not my place to speak for Morigu, the ancient one. Oh, of course not. Who can speak for Morigu? Morigu is so mysterious. I don't know who Morigu is. I, all right. How about this? So I'm the new prophet? Well, I then say that Morigu has beamed a message into my brain that And you said, are swallowed by the blackness. <laughs> you come back into the room, and the high priestess Ithkar has now dropped prone and is shaking, and everyone is shaking, and... Egerton is looking at you with very wide eyes. Uh, All right, that happened before. It's the prophet okay. has spoken. His words are Morigu and true. I, um, and we cut to deep down into the darkness. <laughs> and Darcy, you hear a voice. And it sounds like one of the slide. And you start to just see something in the light, uh, just at the edge of the light approaching you. I am to battle you, little one. Uh, why? Sorry, why am I battling anyone? I, I'm not a chosen one or anything. State your name for the battle. Well, I can state my name. I'd rather not be in battle, though. It's Darcy. I'm Darcy Kimball. I just want to go back up to my friends up the stairs. Darcy, battle accepted. I am Waffles. <laughs> okay, flag on the play. <laughs> if you want to maintain mood, yeah, his name can't be Waffles. Can't be Waffles. I'm sorry. I did not make up the names. Yeah. I asked Eli for the names. He gave me waffles. <laughs> no, you're going to ruin Darcy's moment. Now pass me tissues. How about Waffler? How about Waffler? Waffler. 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 Waffles is the name. And starts taking the robe off. Long red claws you see gleaming as Waffles steps into the light. So... My light goes out. I let my light go out. Okay. And I run back towards the, the staircase, and I run up as far as I can, and I'm just pushing against the altar bottom. You hear, <laughs> and you 
feel something chasing you through the darkness. <laughs> and you you hear it's a uh, the feet are pounding, but you hear this tap as the nails also hit the ground, the claws. So you're going to need to roll Defy Danger as you're running for the end, I assume screaming. <laughs> and weeping a little bit. Eleven! Okay, you feel something swipe past you and then hit the door jam and bounce back into the hall. I hit the... That's right. Oh, because there's a door to, yeah. up to the staircase. Yeah, you so okay. you yeah. come right through the door and up the stairs, scrabbling up. There's faint lines of light leaking in. You're scratching at them, and you hear something standing up behind you. Uh, open, open, open the altar. Open the altar. Open the altar. Help! Help! Yes, will be my day. And something leaps towards you. Roll Defy Danger. Oh, jeez. Can't roll an 11 twice in a row. Maybe you can. It's a seven. Do you have any pluses on strength or dex? Dex, I think I have a plus on. I have a plus one on dex. Eight, so partial success. So it's an eight. You just managed to turn, but one of the claws catches you on the side of your shoulder and spins you around further. So you are actually gonna fall away, like back down towards the door and oh. scrambling backwards. Okay. But you're gonna take uh, five hit points of damage wow. as one of the claws scrapes right along your shoulder. And ah, ah, ah. So I, of course, am now on the other side of him. So I run back down, down the, the hallway. Hall. Yeah. Okay. He laughs. <laughs> And tears after you, and it, you can sense that he runs faster than you. Okay. And you're going to have to roll Defy Danger again as he's on your heels. That's a five. You feel a claw go right through your right shoulder, and you, if there was light, you'd see it come out and then pull back, and it spins you around, and you drop to your knees, and you sense this very large demon body just right in front of you as he laughs <laughs> and raises a claw to give you the killing blow. Okay, so I feel this terror takes over and with the pain that's just gone through my shoulder, also this rage is starting to rise within me and my hair starts to stand on end and my eyes start glowing and this slide can see them now in the dark as they glow through the dark and my body starts to get bigger and push up against the creature that's bending down over me. And uh, and as uh, I'm pushing up, these huge spikes are coming out of my back and I'm just going <laughs> And suddenly I'm as big, if not slightly bigger than this slad. And what is standing in front of him is this huge, glowing eye werecupine which is a porcupine. he is stumbling backwards just in shock you kick another five hit points by the way you were at full coming in here but just now, so you know I'm now at two I know so let's not kill Darcy <laughs> wait for it he literally stumbles back like what what is this what are you and he's sort of, he doesn't know what to do. So it is your advantage to do what you will, Darcy. Okay. Well, I have a few things that happen here okay. when I Let's have work through it. my curse of the weremorph. Okay. I have the tags close. I don't actually know the name, yeah. but I have armor too. So now I gain two armor. 
Okay, so I'll say the armor worked on that last blow, just so you. Oh, okay. So, so that I lost. Subtracts two, so right. you only got three. So you're at minus eight. Yeah. Okay. So you're at four hit points. Yeah. Okay. Four okay. hit points. Okay. Uh, so armor two is something you have to remember. That means that if you take damage yeah. more than two, that's not called piercing. But even there, we have to look at it. Um, it means you subtract two from incoming damage. Okay. Uh, when I take damage, I gain one rage. Just, okay. you know, so I guess that would have been that a, would rage be a rage there. That's a rage. Rage plus one. Okay, so you um, you start with a rage of two when you become enraged. And when if I make a 10 plus haha, successful attack, I overwhelm my enemy with a flurry of attacks, and they're going to take some, right. some issues. And so I think we'll we're do that also going to be changing your attack die, right? D12. D12, boom. Oh, and on here there is a rage meter. Ooh, a rage meter. <laughs> That's even. You're technically at three. We need the noise for that. Rage meter. Okay, so what does giant workupine Darcy do to this cowering slod that's slowly stumbling backwards with glistening claws that are covered well, in your first blood? First of all, your depiction of Glissa, is it, in the earlier scene, made me very sympathetic to the slot. You made me feel very sorry mm -hmm. for her. So, But this is not Darcy. This is Wercupine. So since I'm coming up uh, with my back to yeah. the slot, I then stand up straight. And as I arc back a little bit, these spikes come shooting out of the back of me right into the slot. And I don't know where they get them because I'm not looking, but I imagine they get them somewhere soft and gooey. Well, let's find out. Roll 2d6 to hack and slide. Seven. Okay, so I'd say that's a partial success. So okay. um, what's going to happen is you, you sort of, your first time in a while in this form, you sort of don't judge the size of the hallway correctly, mm -hmm. and you sort of come off kilter a little sure. and fall backwards. Okay. So you're going to be... Like a turtle? Like a turtle. You're going to fall back on your back, but you're going to do damage. So that is a D12 that you're going to roll. It's a 10! It's a 10! <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck! You hear a horrible crunching Aww. sound, and as you land on your back, two giant porcupine quills stuck in his chest, you see a light start to fill the hall, this red light, and you see as the slod is just consumed by this fire that's roaring up from his feet all the way up, and he looks a little surprised, and then he looks at you and goes, bye-bye, and waves, and he's gone in a flash of smoke. It's the beginning of the middle of the end of time, another bothersome. Hey everyone, Sean here, and I am super excited to tell you about one of my new favorite podcasts ever, and it is 20-Sided Stories. It is an improvised role-playing podcast where there's a rotating cast of comedians, artists, performers, nerds, and what have you. They're playing a tabletop RPG. But this is a little different. This is a show after our own hearts here at the end of time. They're combining improv, great stories, and role-playing zaniness and characters with music and sound design to create a must-hear podcast. And they just started a Pokemon series. Come on, people. Pokemon. Role-play. Live-play. We are so in for this. Find out more at 20sidedstories.com. That's the number 20, not spelled out, 20sidedstories.com. 
Hey, Timmy. Hey, Timmy, I'm home. Hello. Are you home finally? Hey, sorry, it was a long day at work, but you know what? I stopped at that new comic book shop on the way home. <gasps> no, you did not. Uh, did you get the thing that I really wanted? The thing that I wanted more than anything else? I hope the so. The thing that I never thought would ever be published ever, ever, ever in the known universe? I hope so. It's so hard. I get them so mixed up. You wanted the end of... Diamond uh, Other Fathers? Yes, it's the Bizarro version. Oh, the Bizarro variant. Oh, it's a double-sized variant issue. Oh, what will the characters of this show be like as their complete opposites? It's morning, it's morning, it's morning. Hello, fellow adventurers. As I whip open all the curtains and let the sunlight stream in. Wake up, wake up, Blood! Wake up, Egerton. It's a beautiful morning. It is most certainly beautiful, but not quite as beautiful as the thing that I'm seeing right in front of me. Oh, yeah. Oh, are you drinking beer again, Blatt? I am indeed, but that doesn't mean that I can drink in a little something else, which is the side of you. I am willing to be back in time if I can be back in time with your pretty little butt. Nutty, nutty, nutty. Mm-hmm. Not today. Mm-hmm. What are you doing looking at her? I'm here in bed with you. No, Sniggle. No, you all Sniggle me. Darcy, he's all yours. I'm out. Oh, this uh, is why I need my own room. A bunch of you people just talk so much. But Egerton, I made fresh pancakes. Do I look like someone who likes food? Everyone looks like someone who likes food. Oh, my God. All right. This is how it's going to be. You go do your thing. I am doing my thing. I'm serving pancakes. You missed the part where I said go. Oh. Hi, everyone. <laughs> it's Cyrus. <laughs> oh, here's your briefings. Hand them out. Oh, Darcy, I've got a special one for you. Thank you. <laughs> Egerton. Man, this is going to be good. I got a good one for you. <laughs> here's your briefing. <laughs> you got to, you got to, huh. I'll just leave it right here next to your Could bed. you do that in two words or less? <laughs> yeah, you're a gooder. Have a good mission, guys. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's me, The Shattering. I just want to remind you that we are all going to patreon.com slash albasalix tonight, where we're going to support our friends and family and make everyone's dreams come true and make sure that time continues forever and ever and ever. I'm The Shattering. Thanks for coming. Hashtag other bothers. Yes, so after he gave the prophecy of Moragar, Mora, Mora. Moragu. Moragu. Moragu, yep. Moragu, I saw terrible visions where I was standing in front of Egerton and Darwin's bodies. Poor Darwin had been cleaved in two. And that's when I knew I shouldn't do that. And I swore I never would. I never did kill you, did I, Egerton? Well, you you did. We'll talk about that later. As I remember it, Blatt's eyes kind of went dark and he said something like, Morogu will destroy all. 
Nope, don't remember that at all. <laughs> so how did you guys get out of the temple? Like, I So that's when I pulled my trusty sword from its scabbard that I had not told anyone about up until this point. And I said, release my friend, Moragu. We cut back to the temple. Blatt is staring at a sea of quaking slods and the priestess and Egerton looking at him as if you just stole his fairy pouch again. Uh, Blatt, Blatt. Hey, Blatt, I have a couple questions for you, buddy. Sure, um, okay. So when when did you learn to talk like that? Because it was kind of creepy. I mean, I know we joked about being ventriloquists a while ago, but that was going a little too far, I think. It really kind of ruined the mood in here. Um, and Could you it uh, me... perhaps, um, I just sort of blacked out there for a second. Yeah. Could you perhaps repeat uh, what uh, just happened? Yes. Right then, you hear a pounding on the stones. Help! Help! Somebody help me! Oh, that sounds like Darcy. We should probably go take care of that right now. All right, all right. Someone, for heaven's sake, move the altar, get my friend out of the tree basement. (laughs) The priestess looks up at you but is staying prone and says, It is your will. You are Moragu's voice. You are the next prophet. You must simply... Use your power. The power of moving a chair? All right, all right. Egerton, get up here. If we put our shoulders against this thing, maybe we can move it. All all right. So I I lean forward and put my shoulder up against it and start scrabbling my feet trying to push. Yeah, you guys are both scrabbling your feet on the... Smooth wooden hey, floor. Uh, okay. I, oh, 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 okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I think maybe that you should use your newly found prophesizing to tell all of the um, slad to help us. Or maybe, you know, do you have powers? Did you get powers? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know what this Moragu nonsense is. I just have some weird visions in my head that I'd rather not discuss. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, Venom Girl. Yes. Puffet. Get up here and tell us how to move this chair. Uh, uh, She just starts shaking. Oh, enough with the shaking. Everyone here is either stupid or evasive. Oh, oh, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Blatt. Yes. Okay, here's what we're going to do. You think about moving the altar. Okay, think about it. Are you thinking about it? I thought that's think what about I was it. thinking about. Close, close your eyes. All right, I'm think closing my eyes. Think I'm thinking about, about it. it. Think Move about the it. altar. Think about Move it. Move the and altar. I slap Lat across the face. Ah! Why did you do that in front of the slab? Be, well, I didn't do it in front of the slab, but I thought, you know, if you were thinking about it and then you got really, like, angry, that would be the burst you need to make it move. I see. So you think what would happen is if one of us would get outrageously angry and then some amazing thing would happen that would then solve a very dire problem that yes, we were Yes, exactly. In. I think that is a very clear solution you that we should hear be exploring. A roar. From down underneath you, muffled. See, it's starting to work. Starting to work. It sounds like an old dishwasher. I don't know what you're talking about. Listen, could someone, please, priestess. Yes. Please, just help us move this altar. We need to get to our friend. Very well. You'd like my help. Fine. The magic words. Yes, please. I need your help. Help us get to our friend. Sure. First, though, 
There's always a first. You well, see, Egerton, there's always a first for these people. We can't move the altar. Only you can. But I can help you be able to move it. Well, this doesn't sound like it's going to end badly for me at all. Fine. I, I, actually, I think it might end badly for you. Slide. That's what it sounds like to me. Kill the little one. <gasps> what? What? And I look around. <laughs> one of the, the slider all talking. Do you want to do it? No, I, I did the last one. I'll do, I'll do it. Okay. We've decided that Lasbo will fight the little one. The little, who's the little one? I don't, the slide all look roughly the same size to me. One of the slides stands up and starts removing their robes. The okay, big, so. Giant arms hanging down into claws. Okay, where's the. Where, <sighs> all right, Egerton, get behind yeah. me. Get, okay. get behind all me, all right, Okay. <sighs> Lasbo! Yes, Puffin. Bazooka! And that is when, Darcy, you feel the tree move. There is a roar of lightning coming down from the heavens that strikes the tree and sends everybody flying back from the dais and including Egerton from ah! Platt. And lightning races down over the, all the wood and strikes in at Blatt and Almost, you can see the bazooka half forming and then half unforming, and the lightning is dancing around the room. And then there's an explosion that sends everyone flying hundreds of feet towards the wall of the heart chamber. And you hear a horrific sound as one of the giant limbs tears off the tree and then hits the ground, sending a shockwave back towards the room you're in. And then it's all quiet. And the priestess stands up and brushes herself off. There, prophet, you are close, but a few more and you will have the power of Morgu. And then you will have all you've ever wanted. I don't need, uh, excuse me, pardon me, I'm sorry. I do not need the power of Morgu. I'm perfectly happy with the power of Bazoo. Okay, we're not going to say <laughs> they that all again. look up hopeful. No, 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 no. Egerton, are you all right? I'm okay over here. I landed on a couple of... Uh, it's okay. We got you. I landed on a couple of the slot. They broke my fall. All right. I don't know. Wait, am I supposed to still fight the little one? No, no, you're not supposed to fight me anymore. That, that, the lightning, the tree, yes, everything. Slad, you are. No, okay. Kill I'll, the little one. Oh, oh, oh don't make me say the word again. Bad things happen when I say the word. I'll say it. Bazooka, bazooka. Come on, bazooka, <laughs> bazooka. And you, nothing's happening, but you see a slide starting to move towards you I, slowly, I, like stalking like a cat. I, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like it. Bazooka, bazooka, flat, and flat. the slide launches herself ah! at you. Roll defy danger, Egerton. Oh, it's a nine. Wow. So you scramble backwards and manage to not get devoured by this demon but you do slam your head back tripping over so you hit the hard floor for one hit point of damage and the slot is turned and is hissing and is is still advancing on you what do you do i the other slat are backing away trying to get out of the way like forming a circle like a fight at high school but i don't want to fight him but 
I don't want you to fight him either, you silly little fairy cake. Just call your power, prophet. But if you call, I don't know, though, because then we might explode again. I didn't like exploding, but I also don't want to fight him. I I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do. I don't want to be a prophet of Morrigue. Don't make me be a prophet of Morrigue. It's very simple. And the slot is going to attack you. What are you doing? Um, I'm going to uh, uh, run and duck under him as he jumps. Roll to fight danger. It's a nine. Okay, so you run at the slide, who looks a little confused, and swipes at you and catches you um, on the side as you slide under and through. But then the slide is looking the slide is looking through her legs and sort of half falls over. So you take ooh four hit points of damage. Ooh. I don't want to fight, Blat Blat. Please don't make me fight. And we cut back to underneath. In the darkness, the Werecupine, and you just felt the entire tree shake and be ripped half apart, and dust is falling down, and but you don't hear any other. Well, you hear the sounds of some kind of something going on upstairs. I'm still on my back, so I'm rocking back and forth to try and get up. So you managed to get up. <laughs> All right. With uh, a roar. Give me a roar. Well, remember, everyone, porcupines don't really roar. Okay, so well, that's why I sound like an old dishwasher. Okay, what does is, what is so, the porcupine sound like that gets... <laughs> okay. So you're back so up. in the face when you did that. Uh, okay. So I'm up. And you suddenly notice smells like you... It happens when you've done this in the past, right? It's this beautiful ability to smell in a way that you're not able to smell as a human. And you don't smell any other demons near you. But I smell a lot of death because of all the dead bodies around me. You do smell a lot of rotting flesh. Yes. So I run to the end of the hallway away from the stairs. Do I come to anything of interest? Okay. You enter a large chamber, not quite as large as the upstairs chapel, but there is a beam of light coming down and hitting a basically a round wooden, perfectly smooth, like like glistening like marble, circular dais in the center. So I approach the dais and I, is there anything for me to touch or a button or? It just looks like a smooth glass dais. Um... Is there anything else in the room? There is a, did you look around? There is a one door far in the far wall and that's it. Okay. So I run to the door in the far wall. Okay. And I throw my weight against it. Okay. To try and open it. It takes a couple hits and then it just bursts in. Okay. Wood flying everywhere. And what's in the room? Stairs going up. <gasps> stairs! So I scramble up the stairs as quickly as I can. Okay, you you come to the top and there's a door. And you now the commotion, you hear shouting and I don't want to die. And hissing and I don't, you hear Blatt screaming, I don't want to be Morgus Prophet. And there's a door in front of you. Okay, so I, again, throw my weight at the door. Okay. At, and burst A couple through. times, it, it explodes okay. outwards. A couple of slot are laying prostrate on the ground, and they glance at you, but then go back to, boom, boom, boom. Uh, prophet, 
boom, 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 pop it. And then there's another, there's a hall you're in, there's a door straight across from you, and that's where the sounds, you can okay. hear the sounds of battle. Okay, so I I keep scrambling towards that door, towards the battle stands. Giant where you might, as you go to touch the door, yes. blackness overtakes you. Oh, great. And you know, you've done this a couple times now. And this time it's a little different. You're suddenly present, like you know what's happening, and you are suddenly forward into the darkness, and there's a form there, somewhat humanoid. And it's just looking at you with what might be eyes. It's all just sort of murky. It's black in the blackness, but you can sense there's some type of sentience there. And so this is just a vision I'm having? You can't tell if it's real or it's a vision or if you've been teleported. Okay. Uh, so can I approach the figure? Sure. You're just, you're not sure. You're just in blackness and you see this figure not that far away. You want to try? Sure. And do what form am I in? Am I still a werecupine? Yeah. Okay. So I approach this figure. You're not able to move, but then all of a sudden you're, as you think of it, you start suddenly getting closer as you think of it. And so now you're like a few feet away. Okay. So I look up, you said the figure is humanoid. Yes. So I actually, I'm pretty big, so yeah. I might be eye to eye anyway. Yeah, you are. And I go, <laughs> What is Darcy's deepest desire? Hmm. To not transform into a werecupine. So the shattering speaks in your mind, the voice you've heard before says, Ah, my little one, you can have all you desire. You can be normal, human. The curse gone. And I think in my head, what are you offering me? You always were the smartest of the three. I agree. (laughs) So do they. (laughs) It is difficult what I ask. You must let the fairy fall. And I consider it. Hmm. You must not do it with your own hand. Just let his fate happen. And I, in my mind, say, I can't do that. Is there another way? And you're standing in the hall right in front of the door. Okay. But you get a sense of disgust from the thing. Like, like, like I've been rejected. Yeah. Okay. So then I batter through the door. <laughs> okay. okay. So back into the hall. Um, Egerton, you are now scrambling madly away with a big gash on you. And Blatt, what are you doing? Oh, Egerton, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I have to do this. I'm sorry, buddy. I have to do this. No, it's okay. I've got an idea. I've got an idea. I'm going to... I don't have an idea. And the slad (laughs) launches at at Egerton. Roll defy danger, Egerton. And... And skewers Egerton right on one claw and lifts him up. (laughs) Up to the sky. 
Egerton, you're going to take four. Oh, sorry. No, it's wrong die. 400 damage. Um, now, do you have armor, Egerton? <laughs> no. Okay, so he four has damage. Arms. Two plus two, four damage. I have one hit point. So he's just, the slide is lifting this little body up to the sky. And that is when the door explodes inward. And what do they see come bursting they see into the this hall? Larger than slod, humanoid, but more porcupine. So there's sticky uppy spines on the head. And the back is full of these spines, which are fully erect and a long tail sweeping back and forth with the same kind of spines. And just just running, loping down the aisle between the pews. With gleaming yellow eyes. Making dishwasher noises. <laughs> well, I certainly didn't expect that to happen. <laughs> so I run right for the the slad that's got yep. Egerton. Okay, roll. Roll, what am I Hack and rolling? slash. Well, Sean, what if I don't roll well? <laughs> Then Egerton makes maybe the end of Egerton. Yeah, see, it's a six. I could yeah. do a special feat. Yes, so you could use one rage to perform an impossible feat of strength. So could I use it to roll myself up in a ball and take out the slot? Sure. All right, we're going to say that to save your life. <laughs> okay, so you're going to take a rage point. So you're yep. going to spend a rage. Yep. So she's going to spend a rage. Um, and so as I'm running, I just curl myself up into a ball and head right for the slot. And so basically it's like Werecupine bowling and it just sends (laughs) the slot and you and everyone flying in every direction takes out a bunch of slot and the priestess stands up and is like oh I must do everything myself and she is going to turn on Darcy the Mm -hmm. Werecupine only has four hit points so I have one hit point. Uh, so you see her pull her hands in front of herself, and then this energy starts to form, and then she just slams it forward. This bolt just flies right past you as you roll through, sending slot flying, and it hits a bunch of slot in the distance that all immediately just look up like confused as their bodies all roll up in flame, and they all wave bye bye, and they just poof disappear. <laughs> so sad. Okay. So the slot that dropped. Egerton is getting up and is looking around. Where is he? I must defeat him. And I'm going to pop a fairy cake. Okay. That's a very good idea. Uh, Roll fairy cake. That is an eight. Nice. Plus one, nine. (laughs) I will let you pick which affliction you are afflicted with and roll your what you get back. I'm going to be uh, drunk. Okay. (laughs) And I'm not a nice drunk. (laughs) <laughs> okay. So you are afflicted with angry drunk. I get eight. You get eight points. points back. Okay. And the priestess is like charging forward, Blatt. You see her charging towards the Werecupine. So you you sense the bolt just miss you. Yep. And then you see her running towards you in her plate armor. Darcy. <laughs> any oh. of you can act at any time. Okay. And the slot is moving in on Egerton. Okay. Again, so again, found him. Darcy flings herself upright yeah. and again does the the spike throw. Okay, on who? On uh, the priestess. Okay, Hi, roll priestess it. Ithkar. This is volley. You get your dex bonus. Right. I'm a terrible roller. Uh, six, it's only okay. a six. So 
the priestess literally just look of shock on her face as she slides on her back and so slides right under as these two darts fly through the air and Blatt, you see them slam on the wall just past you. These giant, almost metallic looking darts as the priestess then rolls forward and she actually slams into you so hard that one of the, your spines goes right into her chest. Excellent. But she touches you. Okay. And you feel this horrible life force draining. Like you can see the blackness seeping into her out of you. Your soul. Okay. And that's four hit points. I'm dead. Wait. What? I had armor. Oh, yeah. You were taking two less. So I'm not dead, Well, though. you just hit the ground, though. Don't yeah, worry. You're still alive. Okay. But you think she's dead. Okay. And Darcy's body hits the ground and transforms back into the lifeless form and is in the exact place that you saw that body went. That's it. I'm sorry, Egerton. <laughs> I don't know what else to do. You Sad. want more goo? Well, here comes mother flippin' Morigu. Bazooka! Okay. You feel this force, Blatt, fighting at your brain, trying to take over. Roll. Partial success. What's your wisdom? Do you have wisdom? Seven. No. Just seven. (laughs) There's no wisdom there. Okay, lightning flies out from Blatt in every direction, striking like just seven or eight or ten slab that all just go bye-bye as they disappear in puffs of smoke. And the bazooka appears, but it is so, like the lightning is just hitting it and shocking you, so you're going to take some damage. But the bazooka does appear, so you take two hit points of damage, Blatt, and at the end of it, the screen appears in front of your face, but it's like zipping out, zipping in, zipping, malfunction, mal- and then it goes green. Operational. <laughs> it's priestess time. The priestess turns to look at you and her eyes get wide. As a slad say, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Pull the trigger. Roll volley. Eight. Eight. Plus, Plus dex. dex would be a nine. Okay. That's a partial success. So the priestess uh, at the same time fires her corruption blast at you when she realizes what you're going to do. But then the, the so roll your damage as your missile fires off steam coming off of it as it comes a short range to take her. Eight. Eight. <laughs> and there's this fiery explosion you just see all these waving hands and you see her scream as she's thrown backwards part of her armor like melting into her skin for eight damage she looks hurt oh she only looks hurt (laughs) her makeup's still in place yes but as the fire and smoke all clears you see her on one knee slowly standing up that was a mistake prophet and the slot is going after you, Agerton. The slot has now found you. What are you doing? I saw Darcy fall down. Yeah. And that, as an angry drunk, <laughs> made me angry. It looks like she's lifeless. Her body just hit the ground. And I remember something the mixing bowl said. Yeah. <laughs> In a bit of a haze. Uh-huh. And it was, you can be any of them that you see. Yes. Ooh. And I howl with anger. Yeah. 
and roar. Yeah. Like a giant bear. Okay. And charge at the slod. So you see Egerton suddenly give us what Egerton's bear roar would sound like. And he just suddenly charges the slod. And if you're looking closely, you might notice that his teeth have gotten a little like sharper. And roll to hack and slash as this tiny little fairy impacts with the slod plus strength. That's minus one for a <laughs> oh no uh, six. And so basically bounces <laughs> off the slide and goes skimmering across the other direction, sliding past a couple other slides that sort of tried to step out of the way. And the slide leaps after you, chasing. The priestess is now slowly approaching you. Let's go, prophet boy. This is one messed up religion. And she runs at you with her hand outstretched, like trying to touch you with her hand. In Morgu's name! Roll Defy Danger. I thought I was Morgu! Ooh, that's a good Ooh, one. That's an 11. What happens? Well, it's the old middle school trick. She flies at me, I step aside and stick my foot out. <laughs> And she goes head first into the altar and you hear this horrible clang of the metal hitting. She takes three hit points and blood is trickling down her armor plate as she slowly stumbles back to her feet. And Darcy, you're starting to come back. You realize that you can, the room is blurry and there's slad running around and there's you see Egerton dash past you roaring and bounce off of a slide. And the high priestess is turning now that she's closer to Blatt and is about to reach out to touch him. And you've, uh, I, I am back in human form. Oh. Yes. Yes, okay. Yeah. Okay, so I, uh, re I, I stagger up or I crawl over. I'm obviously very disoriented. Yeah. And I just touch Blatt's ankle. Yeah. And I cast Cure Light Wounds. Roll it. Get that light wounds rolling. <laughs> Rolling, rolling, rolling. It's a seven. Okay, so when you cast a spell, the only thing on cast a spell yeah, is whether go. you keep it or not. So And I don't, I believe, on in this that. case, yeah. Yeah. You have a choice. You can draw unwelcome attention. Okay. You can take a negative one ongoing to cast spells, or you can lose this spell. It's your choice. But I can relearn it once I commune with my goddess. Yeah, yeah I'll lose it for okay, now. Okay, so yeah. you're losing the spell. Yeah. Uh, so did you roll what he gets? Uh and then I heal an ally you touch of one D eight damage. One. Sorry. So you get one hit point back. You, you have six. six. <laughs> and she lunges forward to try and touch you, just to slap you with her hand. But you see her hand is glowing this strange dark black as she tries to just slam her hand into you. Roll Defy Danger. Pretty good. Nine. Okay, so that's a partial success. So you dodge her hand, um, but you stumble backwards and you fall off the 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 raised part where yeah. you're near, and you're now on your back so you're at disadvantage and you see her just turning her attention to Darcy who's half dead at her feet just laying there and you now have a slide that's coming for you what are you doing I'm gonna challenge the slide as a grizzly would <laughs> okay which is well a grizzly would stand up and roar and then run forward and grapple with claws and teeth 
Um, so I'm going to run forward with really short fingernails. Yeah. Uh, and that you bite. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, you know nerves. Yeah. And try and jump on the slat as it runs at me. Love it. Roll it. That is a five. <laughs> We're all going to die. Oh, so tell me what happens. Play so this out I for me. jump onto the slat and it doesn't see me at first because I'm kind of little. And it kind of turns around. And when it turns really quickly, I go flying off again. Wow. So that really irritating. Like as a little fae, you took down that slot and I took it down with just one hit. It was really impressive. I, I know Blatt, you know, he likes to remember his role in all of this with his, well, we'll just call it a banana for right now. Really though, it was, so um, you were just, you were like one with the grizzly. Yeah. You know, I had learned that I, I had this shape-shifting ability through my druid training, but I was always a little shy about it. Morigu is inside me. Yes. Morigu is very good. So, so what happened, Blatt? You were on your back and, and you saw your friend, what was it? What's her name? Darvin. Darvin. What happened? Like, how did you ever get out of that situation? The only thing I knew what to do. I simply aimed for the priestess. Had fired away. Wouldn't that, like, wouldn't that also kill Darwin? Quite possibly. <laughs> but again, I didn't know what to do. It might actually have been the worst decision I ever made. Inside the temple, we see the slad sort of wandering around in disarray. What to do? And. We come in closer and we see Egerton limping up with a giant gash to stand beside Blatt as they stare down at the slightly charred dead body of Darcy. That's not what happened, Blatt. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what happened. No, it's not. Darcy was fine. She's the one who saved both of us. Darvin did? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. All right. This is off the record right now, Rando. Okay. Look, I was trying to be a grizzly, but, you know, it wasn't really working out. You're little. And, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't really just going for me, but I was, I was hanging in there and you had already shot your banana off. So I was. <laughs> I did what? <laughs> I haven't done that in years. Rando, quiet. Okay. So you were standing there and you'd already fired your banana off. And when the priestess turned to come back at you, that's when Darcy used the last bit of strength she had to stand up and pick up a quill from the ground huh. and jab it into the priestess's eye. Oh. Egerton is stumbling up with a giant gash to stand beside Darcy. And both of them are looking down at Blatt, who is laying on his back, mumbling. Did I do it? Did I do the thing? Yes, Blatt, you did the thing. I think Morigu is inside me. Who? More. It's not important. We all have a bit of goo inside us, Blatt. It's okay. See, this is why I'm not religious. Because, frankly, it all gets a bit weird after a while. 
Did you see what Darcy did with that quill? It's so gross. No, I didn't see it. I thought I fired off a last bazooka shell. No, you were out of bazooka shells. You were stumbling around and then you hit your head off of one of the slad and were lying down mumbling about goopy stuff. And that's when the high priestess like was about to lean over and suck your soul or something. And Darcy grabbed a quill and just jammed it through her eye. Well, what are you talking about? The priestess was, oh, my lord. Yeah, right there. Look Uh, at it. Ah, ah. Ah. Profit would do like a bucket. Yes, thank you very much. It was surprisingly easy to do. That makes it worse. And also, what the hell happened to you earlier? I don't want to talk about it. Oh, no. Are you just wearing a robe again? Hey, look, everyone. It's Darvin. Oh, oh you're Darvin? You're Darcy? They were just telling us about the amazing, uh, the temple uh, with Idris and how you won the day by putting one of your quills through the eye of the priestess. Oh, yeah, yeah. That wasn't the last time I put a quill through someone's eye, let me tell you. Oh, wow. Wow, what? This is the best story ever. I'm going to go get this down. Thank thank you, Egerton, for introducing me to both of them. No I'm- problem. Thanks very much. Now, remember, when you described this, I had rippling muscles and yeah. a large broadsword. Right. And the sword. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Thank you all. It was nice to meet you, Black. Ni- nice to meet you, Darcy. Okay, son. And he leaves. Darcy, how are you doing? We haven't seen you in a while. No, it's true. It's been a long time. Oh, yeah. scones. Can yeah. I have one? Oh, yeah. Here's a scone. I, I'm not allowed to heat it up, but I'm going to heat it up. No. No, no. Oh, sorry, the alarm. What's going on? Scene. <laughs> The End of Time and Other Bothers, an improvised fantasy role-playing game set in the world of Alba Salix. Your game master is Sean Howard, with Carter Siddle as Blatt, Michael Howie as Egerton, and Marisa King as Darcy. Dialogue editing and transcription by Michael Howie. Additional material and sound design by Eli McElvey. Story consultant, Laura Packer. Game consultant, Stephen Smith. Join us on Patreon for weekly bonus material, access to our Discord server, and lots more. You'll find it all at otherfathers.com. (laughs) You shall battle me, the Great Waffles! (laughs) There's tea everywhere. That was autocorrect. Oh, God. No, I was like, well, it kind of fits. As long as he doesn't choose it for like a major character. Yeah, way to go, Sean. With a really heavy, dark plot point. for this moment. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Dum Dums and Dice would like to welcome you into the Mythos Mysteries, a live play pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imagining. Our story begins with two erstwhile companions on a long and winding road. 
They think they are fleeing danger, but greater horror awaits them when they arrive. For they are not just running away from mortal danger, but towards the Mythos Mysteries. Whoever you are, we're not scared of you. You hear a voice from inside that says, Please, help. I'm inside the dresser, help. Now I need you to listen to my very explicit instructions here, Adrian. Okay. Please ready your punch and fists. Yeah, it's, they're always ready. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna open the door. Okay. And we're gonna look inside the dresser. What if we don't? Could we not? <laughs> I need you to be brave for me. Okay. You were always very brave. I okay, okay. So we're gonna open the door, and you're gonna look in the dresser, and yes. then what? And then if I tell you to, yeah, we're gonna punch it. The dresser. <laughs> <laughs> You said I had to be very, you said explicit. If there is someone in the dresser. I'm punching. We're going to punch him. What if it's a ghost? Well, then we're going to have ourselves a fun time. So, like a party? <laughs> like a birthday party. Okay, so we'll do some dancing and there will be a cake. Hopefully the yes. ghost brought it. Yes. Okay, I can do this. Okay. I'm going to open the door now. <laughs> okay. I'm going to open the door. You open the door and the dresser is... Back upright, all the drawers are back inside, but now it is next to the window, and the bed is in a different corner. Of course it is. And the blood is pooling on the floor instead of the ceiling. It's dripping up. The Mythos Mysteries. Episodes are available now.